0: Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Did you use that scripture that you, praying, that you, were, going to, that you were quoting up there? Yeah. That's the only thing that you covered. That. That's the only thing that you covered that I did not have this morning. If you all paid attention to <laughs> me this morning you've heard the gist of what I've got to say. Praise God. Now, bless Him, Lord. And there's a reason for that, too. Yeah, there is. Yep, God's right. There is. He's right. Because the Holy Spirit's available to everyone. Right. And, <laughs> James. James says every good gift, every perfect gift comes from the Father in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. God has a plan. Yep. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I stood here, I don't know, last time I was here preaching was a Sunday night, and I stood here, and I made mention of the same fact God has a plan. And you can be part of that plan. Yeah. Yeah. And the subject that I had was about Samson and the fact that Samson ended up off down there in that Colosseum blinded and his, and, and, and his hair shaved off, yeah. right? And in bad shape. God had a plan for Samson. Uh, yeah. He said, I'm going to get my revenge. He said, I'm going to get my glory from Samson. I this fist of the Philistines. I'm going to set him to a scourge to them. God had a plan for Jonah. Yeah. He said, you're going to go over here to Nineveh and you are going to preach to him. No, Now <laughs> yeah. I want you to get this, Jonah. You, I mean, we know these things, right? We know these stories yeah. with that Sunday yeah. school, right? Uh, so. Jonah. And we don't like... And sometimes we, we like to hold to the nice parts of that, right? And I'm going to tell you right now, the Word of God is revealing. There's a need, by the way. Yep. Brought up last night, right? Stuff about the Old Testament, about the relevance of it, right? Yep. There's a need for that. Because you need to understand that before the Holy Spirit, there was God. Yep. Yeah. Right? Before there was intercession with men. I'm going to tell you right now, we need the Holy Spirit. Because when you see God come on the scene, and I'm going to tell you right now, if God's ever touched you with His hand, I'm going to tell you what it will do. You'll be undone. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yes. Amen. I'm telling you right now, from experience, you say, please don't do this with me no more. Yeah. 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 Right. The Holy Spirit, is a, lot, is a it, it dwells with you every day. I'm telling you right now, in the presence of God. Now, they were laws made. When God was there on the mountain and Moses was going over there to him, them people made laws. You. If anything goes over again in that mountain, we're going to run it through with a spear. Yeah. Moses come back, they had to put a... Uh, they had to put a veil on his face. They couldn't stand to be in his presence. Right. Yeah. God has a plan. Yeah. And I'm, it don't vary. Right. Because I'm telling you right now, God did what he said he was going to do with Samson. Yep. Samson could have kept right on going. I'm going to tell you right now, I believe holy Samson could have kept right on going, <laughs> doing what the Lord had him to do, and yeah. not died that horrible death down right. there. Right. But either way, God did what he said he was going to do. Right. Killed more in that one day, right, in that one act. Yep. I believe holy. He didn't have to be off down there in that hole. I don't think that was God's plan at all. I think that's That's where he put himself. And God had to work for it. Jonah uh, didn't have to be swallowed up. We like to say You know about Jonah and the belly of the wheel and all that. What did Jonah say about that? Out of the belly of hell cried I. And then when he spat him out up there on the ground. When he spat him out up there on the ground. What did the Lord say to him? And I want you to hear this because... We talk about the church, and we talk about these things. I want to tell you right now, we have got entitled. Yeah. We get to feel them, and I'm going to tell you, yeah. that's why we get caught up in this God prosperity hipers. doctrine. Hipers. That that's that should be bored in your head. I, that is that is non-existent. For you to sit here and think that if you're doing good, God's going to reward you is a lie. Because you got a job to do. Yep. One mm-hmm. time. My wife came to me and she was telling me about all the things that she was doing, like I would be, you know, uh, uh, praising her for it. And I was like, well, you want me to congratulations for doing your job? Now. You know hey. I said that. But then I was out there one day and I wasn't feeling real appreciated, right? And I said something. She's like, well, hey. you doing your job or <laughs> now, I mean, now you're sitting there, you look looking at that, but I'm going tell you right now, that's factual. Yeah. i got a job to do. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Amen. I do. i got a lot of jobs to do. And it does not matter. I'm going to read you this. I'm just going to read you one verse of Scripture because Zach, uh, Zach hit that back, you know, even more as, as you see the day approaching. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of anxiety today, people. There's a lot of anxiety today. I can't tell you what's going on in Israel. I can't. Because right. right. I'm going to tell you right now, I can't do nothing about that. No, it change. I can't. And you, you touched it. Because you said that all I know to do is what I know to do. right? I know what I've got to do. And it, right. and it didn't change. right? That's what right. you said. It, it doesn't change. change. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, things are falling apart around us. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Lord's got a job for you. The Lord's That's got right. a plan. The Lord yes. has yep. not brought yep. you up just to do nothing. Easy. And I'm going to tell you right now, the entire Bible, when I say these things, the entire Bible backs up what I'm telling you. There are examples of men throughout the Bible and things that they did right. And when you get into Hebrews, Paul starts writing about all these people, right? Abraham, Isaac, goes right on down the line, goes down to Jacob, goes in through, he talks about Jonah, he talks about Samson, he brings all these heroes out in the Bible. Want you to understand this? Every one of those was good men, and every one of those people, uh, folks, there was something about them that was fallible. There was somewhere along the line that they screwed up. There was somewhere along the line that they weren't Christ. When uh, uh, when I was ordained, uh, and 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 they uh, Miller's Cove Church ordained me up there, they gave me a Bible, and it was the Schofield Edition Bible. I'm not going to stand here and tell you what Bible you ought to be reading out of because I'm telling you right now, it needs to be something that's spiritual. You yep, need yep. to have the Word of God in your heart. You know, if you're here today and you've been going to church and you've been part of this process for the past 15, 20 years and you don't know what the Lord, Word of the Lord says, if you're still going do your preacher and says, don't the Word of God say this, folks, you need to start reading. You need to start paying attention. Amen. It needs to be something that's real to you. It needs to be something that's in your heart right. and I'm going to tell you right now that consistency will remain there yeah. God's not going to change what he's got yeah. to say for you yeah. as yeah. he is to somebody else but I also want yeah. you to understand uh, we've all got a part, part to play and we need to know yeah. we need to know our place yeah. I yeah. heard Jeff Patton last night saying so, you know, I don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> I wish he was here I don't know what he's got to do either. I don't know what he's got to do, and I know sometimes we get overwhelmed. So, uh, twelve chapter Romans, just one. I've really thought about this text. And what am I going to say? But I'm telling you right now, the entire, and I'm going to go through a whole lot of stuff. Uh, and and it is big. And I'm going to do my best to not swirl off. But the twelve chapter Romans, the last verse, twenty first verse. Read the 12th chapter of Romans. It tells you about yeah. how that you ought to conduct yourself. But the 12th chapter of Romans in the 21st verse says, Be not overcome with evil. But overcome evil with good. That's Amen. it. Amen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Paul now, Paul, let's start with Paul. He wrote that, right? Let's start with Paul. I'll preach to you. Or, uh, I started talking to you about uh, what he had to say in Hebrews. Let's start with Paul. Uh, it's been preached about Ananias brought up this weekend, yeah. about going down there and seeing Paul. And yeah. he's like, I don't want to go. And what did the Lord, I'm going to tell you right now, if you will participate with me, what did the Lord tell Ananias to go down there? What did he say to Ananias about Paul? He said, for I am going to show him. Anybody know what he's going to show him? Great. What great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Yeah. So. I want you to get this. That was Paul's station. He was about to have to suffer for the namesake of Christ. I want you to understand that he took that off. Now that wasn't nothing hidden from him. The Lord don't hide it. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you live in this world and you try to live for God, I want you to understand there's a degree of suffering because the world will stand against you. You need to understand your job. First and foremost. You need to understand what your job is. And we need to be... And how do you do that? Folks, you need to pray without ceasing. Yep. It says it in Ephesians, right? Uh, in Thessalonians, in Thessalonians, uh, Paul tells you uh, to pray without ceasing. You need to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Well, you can't do that unless you got some communication with God. And I want you to get this too. I want you to understand how uh, everybody's got something different that they do. Everybody's got a different way that they communicate with God. Let me tell you what mine is. I have about an hour commute every day. I drive back and forth on Pellissippi Parkway. I leave my house in Cold Springs and I go to White Wheel. And when I'm there, and amen today, I've had to take a different route. As I've come through this, Pellissippi didn't always go where it goes. I used to have to drive out single to Station Road. I used to have to drive in through Rockford. That was probably my favorite portion of that drive. And I'm going to tell you, every day, somewhere along the line, uh, the Lord spoke to me there. are Times when I'd be sitting there and yeah. looking like that, I was having, I was coming apart. But the Lord was in there with me, and I was yeah. thanking Him yeah. uh, for just His presence, right? Yeah. That sweet yeah. Holy Spirit. Yeah. And those yeah. times yeah. that I'm convicted, even those, yeah. because He's there. I want you yeah. to get this: if He long as He's murked, dwelling in your life, folks, uh, there is a uh, there is a need there that's being yeah. filled. Yeah. And when I want you to understand this too, because there was a time when He quit talking to me. you would be glad to have some chastisement. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, we talk about that, you know, things like, uh, you know, I don't like going to get chastised. You let him take that away from you. You'll be yeah. glad to get chastised just because he's there. And right. I'm telling you right now, there's some testimony. I'm not making that up. When he started talking to me again, I was like, you got to take this off. And when he started talking to me again, he's telling me I was going to have to go to preach. And I was like, either tell me for sure what I'm going to have to do or just leave me alone about it. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. Don't leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. You've got to understand. I'm telling you right now, you've to understand what you got to do. And that's, that's imperative. If you're walking around and you ain't got no purpose, pray. Yeah. Yeah. If you're walking around and don't have no purpose, you're walking around and you're confused you don't know what you're going to have to do, you need to pray. That's the key. You need to ask the Lord what it is that He wants from you. Because I'm telling you right now, he's got a plan for everyone. It's not the same plan. It ain't. I want you to get this. And not everybody gets the same results. I can back that up. (laughs) Not everybody gets the same results. When When Christ was talking to Peter and he asked Peter three times, do you love me? Third time, Peter said, you know my heart. You know I love you. You're going to have to follow me. All right and then they go leave and it's, in, and it's in the last book of John. It's in the last of the book of John when this is going on. John's account of this is and then Peter saw that disciple Christ, and John talked about himself. Right? I am not going to tell you I'm not going to tell you stuff like that. John talked about himself that he's seen the disciple whom Christ loved who laid his head on his breast and supper. And that, that really did all fire us. Uh, I, I really feel like, you know, because these were working men, I really feel like that was just a straight up dig at Peter. I was like, I, I'm sure at some point Peter had to read what John wrote. Because I would do stuff like that. I would. I'd write that. Just so, and, and maybe not for the whole world, right? Maybe they weren't that, but now for, for Peter, oh, for sure. That disciple whom Christ loved him, And he asked him. He said, what about John? And the answer was, mm-hmm. was it to you? Yep. If he tarried here, did I come again? Right. I wasn't talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You're not going to be able, to, I want you to get this, because you're right. not going to be, when you That's figure right. out what you're going to have to do, you're not right. going to be able to gauge yourself on somebody else's That's trust. Right. That's right. Because That's right. not everybody's got your job. That's right. yes. And I'm telling you right now, and I want you to get this, the Lord's consistent, and there is a plan, and there is an end coming. And I want you to get yeah. this, there is an end coming. Yeah. And there is, a, and, and, and everything... Well you're seeing it right now, right? I mean we can all agree yeah. on that. You're seeing it right now. Yeah. What are we going to do? There's a degree of anxiety. People upset, what are we going to do? I'll tell you what, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep on doing what he gave me to do. That's if right. you don't know, if you don't know what your job is, then you don't know what to do, right? Then you're yeah. out there running yeah. around. I want you to get this too. George Zach's message this morning it is from perspective from a very young man. I've had those same perspectives, right? I'm not a young man anymore. I'm not a novice. I've seen some stuff. I don't have. I, matter of fact, the way you think is not the way I think anymore. And, and, and by the way, you'll change. <laughs> Those things change, right? I mean we agree on that. I mean I ain't a yeah. young man no more and I don't look at things the same way as I did. I'm gonna tell you right now, my experience with the Lord, that was the time when I came out and I was ready to fight about it. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll sit down now and keep my mouth shut. Job, speaking of keeping your mouth shut, because we want to I want you to understand at some point, and this man, this man did right, right? I'm gonna train you through here and I'm gonna show you some things. First of all, let me let me not not everybody's got the same job, not everybody's got the same result. Let me give you this. Uh, Hezekiah Hezekiah's been spoken about this week already Hezekiah, good king uh, Son of Ahaz but got in there and did things against what his father done And brought Israel back Brought Israel back uh, Done away with, uh, with Baal Done away with all the groves uh, Done great things The Bible says, now you should read this Because a lot of times when we talk about Hezekiah We just talk about the one spot where Isaiah comes and visits him Tell him get his house in order Because he's about to die but now I want you to get this. There was a lot more too. Hezekiah. He uh, he reigned for 29 years. And he did a great work for the Lord. And, I'm, and it also says, if you'll read that, you can read about him in Kings, you can read about him in Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, and you can read about him in Isaiah. Isaiah had to have that conversation with him. And Isaiah accounts it same as they do in Kings. I want you to get this. He got sick and he got down. But the Lord, Bible says it in Chronicles, says it in Kings that the Lord... Blessed his blabers. Everything he went out and done, the Lord blessed. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're going through your life and everything's falling apart and you ain't getting it just just ain't working out for you, get with the Lord. Yeah. You wanna see the bl work you or you know, maybe maybe it ain't the Lord's work you do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Come on. Because if the Lord ain't in it, if the Lord ain't in it, how you gonna get blessed, right? Right. right? I can attest to that. Once again, testimony, once again, young man, right? I'm gonna tell you, these things changed. There was a time when everything that I did fell through my hands. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna squirrel off on this. I know this is sidetracking, but I want you I want you, I want, you, I want you to tell you this. Mabel Hedrick prayed for me. And I'm not saying that because she said she did. I'm gonna tell you how I know. Uh I had been put out of the house, mama put me out, I don't know after I started dating Brandy, not because of Brandy, but uh, because I had it coming. Uh, I am not I am not, at all mad at my mom over it. I had that coming. I didn't have a job. I wasn't looking. She put me out. It wasn't about a week. I had a job. I was living somewhere. I was buying groceries. It's amazing what can happen, right? Uh, you get put out there. And uh, by the way, you don't really know. Oh, well, and you don't really know what you're capable of till you get out of here. I'm going to tell you right now, the Lord going to try you. Yeah. You go to work with the Lord, the Lord's going to try you. So, John Henry was me live over there on Burnett Road and his uh, mother in law's old house. So, if you keep it up, you can live here to you get things straightened out. So, I'm over there and I've got a 1978 Dodge Power Wagon. Had eight inches lift. That was stupid. You know, <laughs> being a kid out there, that thing didn't get no gas. Matter of fact, it burnt through some gas didn't have no business with that thing i wasn't saving no money and i was taking every nickel i had putting into it and everything i'd done to it it fell apart had a cr 250 motorcycle none of these things were needed by the way and that's what i was concentrating on just throwing money away in it right and every time i'd every time i'd rebuild that thing and blow a piston out i'm talking about i couldn't get a ride through the woods and that was very frustrating to me and i'm all everything everything is just falling apart and i'm over there at the house and and also, you know, I'm trying to, uh, there's a wood stove in there. i burnt wood as long as I've been out of burn wood right now. And I, by the way, I do get some peace out of busting wood. Uh, I, I, I can kind of zone out. I enjoy that stuff. But I'm out there this particular day, and it was a day, it was a day about like right now. It wasn't hot wasn't cold. It was a beautiful day. Leaves falling. I've got a bunch of old uh wild wood out there, and uh, I'm busting it up. That stuff, that stuff burns up like popper. It disappears, but it was cured out, and that's what I had. So I'm out there, and I'm busting. It ain't real hard to bust. But I got it. I, I busted through everything but just the naughty stuff, right? Because you got that out of the way. Now I'm busting through this naughty stuff, and I'm out there, and I'm just swinging and busting and beating, and I'm out of breath, and, all, and, every, and again, like I said, everything kind of falling apart, right? So I'm not really like doing well. Things will fall apart. You start, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to tell you right now. And anything, by the way, anything worth having, anything, any tool that's ever been used ever that's worth having has been tempered. It'll go through some fire. The more it goes through, stronger it is, right? You're, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you're going to go through some. I'm telling you right now, if you're serving the Lord, you're not going to get away with, and I'm getting to that. The whole temper thing and integrity, but uh, I was out there frailing on this wood, looking over at that piece of junk truck, figuring out what's going. I'm just like really frustrated, and i and I and I and I feel like I'm doing the best I can. I tell you right now, sometimes you get feeling like you're doing. I'm doing the best I can. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I tell, I'm not the judge. I'm not the judge of that, but God is. Yeah. 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 Yep. And and doing the best you can at what now? Doing the best you can at what? Serve yourself? I mean if we're gonna if we're going to, if we're gonna give ourselves the Lord, folks, we're gonna present our bodies as a living sacrifice, right? There you go. Living sacrifice. So yeah, there is a cost to that. There is. And I'm out there and I, I break loose with the, I got this thing and I, I, I hear it right I hear it I hit it and I hear it like break and I'm like I got you now and I draw back and I frail this piece of wood and it explodes one of them pieces flies over hits this rock wall and it bounces back and hits me square in the head and I'm talking about <laughs> just me. and I'm over here sideways and I just I come unwrapped and I'm trying to get back to my feet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I heard her. Yeah. I, heard. Yeah. I did. I heard her. Yeah. And she was praying for me. <laughs> for me, I mean she's like yeah. calling me out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. But for me and I seen her in her closet, she's in there, and she's like really calling me out. <sighs> that happened. This is not ranting. I'm telling you right now, I heard it. And it made me mad. Well, I wasn't there yet. you right. I wasn't there yet. It made me mad. And we go over every Saturday. We go over every Saturday, me and Brandon, And eat pancakes. She had pancakes for us every Saturday morning. was a lot of time. Uh, no, I think he had just passed. But anyway, uh, we went over and ate, ate pancakes with him every Sunday morning or every Saturday, and probably he's giving us a hard time, it'd be like 10 o'clock before we got there, he's like, you know breakfast is about 6, 6.30, Brandon, she didn't get out of bed until about 9, and uh, he, he always kind of made fun of that, right, we're over there and we're getting breakfast, and she's over there and she makes these pancakes and they're the size of the pan, and I, she ain't got no bag, she don't bag. she makes her own, right, she makes her own, and and then she would take and she would make uh, vanilla, this, this syrup. It was just sugar and water, right? She just boiled it down and you got sugar and water. And before it turns into candy, it turns into syrup, right? And uh, she'd put a little vanilla in that, but it'd be like boiling. I mean, it's boiling, right? So what you do is, just uh, just in case you're ever in this situation, what you do is you take that pancake and you get it out there in the plate and you slap some butter on it quick because it's just slid out of the skillet. You slap that butter on it quick and like a bunch of butter. Don't don't mess around, get like a quarter stick. Because when that syrup comes, don't worry about it melting down. Right? Because when that syrup comes, it's like instant. And I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't get like a quarter stick. at One time, I just chopped up a quarter stick in little pieces and put it around there strategically. And when she, by the time she got back from sliding, going to get the syrup, because you know, she done that at the table right where I sit. Right. It don't hurt, you, by the way, sir, folks. Yeah. When they're, especially, you know, uh, it, it don't hurt a bit to get out there and help them out. She brought that all to me. It wasn't like here, go get you on. She brought that to me. I'll mail it down. She comes over there and she's like, "How you doing?" I said, I know you pray for me. Yeah. And I want you to stop. She slid that pancake out and went over there and got some syrup, come back, picked me on the head, and said, You're going to be all right. <laughs> and she just kept making me pancakes. You know what I mean? Yep. Just kept making me pancakes, kept praying for me. <laughs> I didn't mean to just completely sidetrack off of that, but I, I, want, you, I want you to understand that we've all got a job. Yeah, that's right. All right. You're going to have to advance any job. Yeah. You're expected to grow. There is an expectation for you to grow. That's right. The powerful talent today was one give five, one give two, and one give one. Each according to his several ability. Mm-hmm. Just because you just got one, just because you got less, don't mean that you're going to be less. I want you to get That's that. Right. And also, don't excuse you. I understand that, that too. Amen. I understand that, too. And I'm going to share this with you because I, this, this is relevant uh, with my job. Uh, I am I I run work out there at Y-12 for uh, for just whoever's paying. I've been doing that for years. Not just Y-12, wherever. TVA, I work under government contracts. I work for whoever's paying. I've never had, at one time, let's see, I don't know, 2006, I think it was, I had 26 W-2s. Because I go out and work one day, I go out and work four days. I I, I work three three. I got, I found out that I've got a time stamp. I can be on one project somewhere around three and a half four years, and that's the end of that. I got to see something else. Uh, but but doing what I doing the work that I do that suits me. Uh, and, and by the way, the Lord's blessed me in the work that I do. I've mentioned on several occasions. I, I would I think that most everybody in the house has sometimes heard me testify of the fact that I made a prayer once in two thousand one uh, that the Lord would give me a, a better job. Uh, and it wasn't selfish. I needed to be a better provider. Needed to be a better father. Needed to be able to do the things we got. We had two kids, one on the way, and we were circling the drain. So I started praying about it, and a man called me in two weeks, and I got a job and I went from twelve ninety five an hour to twenty fifty one an hour the same day. Uh-huh. In two thousand and two, April two thousand two. And the Lord, by the way, it wasn't just that. The Lord has blessed me at work. Yeah. And what he said about Hezekiah, bless the work of his hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Those things that he did, he blessed him in them. And the Lord's blessed me. And I'm going to tell you right now, I tell everybody. When they come talk to me about work and my performance, I tell everybody. Because I want you to understand this too. I am a C student. <laughs> I know that I am. Now, parable of talents, that one, that one just had the one, right? What he say? When he came, when the Lord came and he went to take him back, what did he say? I was afraid. In doing the work that I do in construction, I've done a lot. I've done. A lot, I've finished concrete since uh, since the nineties. And one of the, and one of my pet peeves, one of the things that really makes me angry, is when we're out there as a crew because we're a crew and we're all out there to get a job done. I want you to get this, it don't change. It's the same concept. We're all out there to get a job done. And everybody out there's got a job for perform. It's something that they've got to do. And you've got guys that are very good and very adept at running these machines because everything in concrete is about getting flat. flatter. It don't have to be level, but it's got to be flat. There are rules to making it flat. As you get start to advance, you start figuring out there's rules to making it flat. The American Concrete Institute has got a whole big dictionary full of stuff that you need to do to be able to ensure that this is quality work. And where I'm at... Quality is of the utmost importance. and So what they'll tell you is you need to be certified in ACI. Why? So that you'll have an understanding of what it is you're supposed to do. Not just going out there and making it look right. Because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of us out here making it look right right? We're performing. We're going yeah. through all the steps, oh, I mean, but we're really uh, not ever performing to the intent because in the end, I, it looks like it'll be okay, but that ain't what's happening. When I, what my pet peeve about all this is, we'll be all out there lined up, trying to get something done. You'll have some dude over here and look over at him and say, hey, why didn't you go on down through there? Why didn't you get that? You know what they say? I was afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid if I went over there. Went through that section right there and messed it up. Well, it's messed up now for sure. You know all them people I talked to you about in Hebrews? All them people that Paul brings out? I'm telling you right now, every one of them messed up. You know the only people that never mess up? Yeah, come on. People that don't do nothing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's, right, that's uh, right. Amen. I was brave and I took that towel to get me and I hit it in the earth. And it's there. And if you want it, you can go get it. <laughs> oh, he wasn't too afraid, was he? I knew that you was a hard man. Reaped where you hadn't sowed, gathered where you hadn't straw. And so I took that talent you gave me and I hid it in the earth. And it's still there. How afraid was he? You go get your own talent back. And that was unacceptable. You know what he called it? Wick and him? Wicked right. sloth. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be lazy with the Lord. You got a job to do. I want you get this? Amen. Running people. I'm gonna tell you right now. I got a different way of looking at things in my, than than my management, my upper management. We got clocks out there. Everybody comes out there and hits the clock. I got people that are consistently late. Consistently late. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you show up late because some of those people that are consistently late now not all of them some of them people that are consistently late when they get there they work and they get stuff done and we'll look at that time card and I'm telling you right now I got management to look at that time card and they'll say hey uh, you need to get rid of this in here he's missing 30 minutes a day yeah but we're getting seven and a half hours of work out of him we got some of these people come in here 30 minutes early leave 30 minutes late don't strike a lick all day yeah. I'm telling you right now following the rules. It's not what's going to get you in. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. No kidding. Because it's not the letter of the law, folks. It's the intent of the law. You need to have your heart right. Yeah. Yeah. You need to retain some integrity. Mm-hmm. Retain some integrity. We're going to go Joe. Everybody knows the story of Joe, right? Lost everything he had. Wasn't privy to that conversation. By the way, there's things go on that you don't know about. And we'll ask why is this happening to me, right? We'll get down there and we'll be why is this happening to me? But look at that and and, and I'm telling you right now, it, it don't matter. It don't matter. Retain your integrity. Yeah. Oh, the Bible says that we lost all these things, and then you know, you see uh you see Satan go back and he says, Well, he said, flesh for flesh, let me touch his flesh, and he'll curse it to your face, but well, right there he is. You just can't take his life right there. He is. Yeah. And it says that through all these things, Job retained his integrity and sinned not against God with his mouth. And then I want you to get this: this Job, Job, absolutely negates prosperity doctrine. Job. (laughs) Had everything. Job was sacrificing for his kids. He was daily praying. He was doing all those things right. And lost everything that he had. And then, you know, because Satan's like, you will curse God. I'm going to tell you right now, they, some of us curse God. Just You want to hear one about getting mad? Now, just, by the way, all that time I'm out there and I'm beating on... Walnut Wood and, and getting busted in the head and hearing Mabel Hedrick pray for me all the time. I'm mad at God. <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't no more. And it yeah. ain't, it yeah. ain't cause, and I'm going to tell you this too. It ain't just cause all the love. It's cause I'm afraid of it. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You need to be careful. Yep. I want you to hear yep. You as a church, right. you need to be careful. As to what you profess to folks. Amen. The Old Testament's there for you to understand that God has expectations, and there are consequences. Yep. Amen. That's right. You go to deal with God face to face, and you will be undone. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to get this because what did He do? Don't you see that right? You see, up until the 37th chapter of Job, uh, God don't don't really have much to say. In the 38th chapter of Job, God speaks up. Do you, do you, does anybody here know what Job did for God to speak up? Job said. Heard this last night too, right? I understand what Bruce is going through. I do, I get it. You get down, right? It's not just him. Yeah. i tell you right now, we all get down, right? Yeah. We all have these thoughts about how we're going to negate these things. And I'm not just talking about that. And some people, some people, it's like taking their own life. But some people, it's not just taking their own life, right? Some people, um, uh, I asked prayer for Dale Atkins. And Dale Atkins not going to have any therapy done for his stomach cancer. Uh, and, and and by the way, his choice, right? I ain't, I got nothing back I got nothing back because uh, your life is between you and the Lord. I am not going to advise you if you know. And I, I would hope that you know the Lord. Yeah. I can advise you on. And by the way, really, in all fairness, the only thing I can really do as far from my experience, is tell you things you shouldn't do. I'm a case study in things you should not do. <laughs> Job said, "I wish you'd let me sleep." now when I, when I say this about Job and I want you to get this We've all, you're going to have to submit to the plan your body a living, a living sacrifice right Hezekiah that Isaiah came to him and said get your house in order or you're about to die Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and cried out to God he said have I not done all these things and, and 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 the Lord before that Hezekiah got before Isaiah got out into the outer court, the Lord sent him back and said, "You're going to get 15 more years." All right, that's a great story. You should be careful what you profess to folks. That is one place in the Bible. All right, I would like to also present to you Christ, who in the Garden of Gethsemane. With his sweat becoming as great drops of blood. said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be none. You don't always get that time. Right? You need to understand that. You need to submit to the plan. It don't come that way. And I'm telling you right now, there's a reason that it didn't come that way for Christ. I want you to get this. Christ was a template. And if our Lord and Savior can bear it, He came to show you. And I want you to get this. He came as a man. Why did he come yep. as a man? Yep. So that you could see that it could be done. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it is. Jump said, I wish He'd let me slip. I don't want to do this anymore. And then the Lord said... And I'm gonna tell you right now, when he starts, when he starts intervening, right? The Lord spoke up and said, "Where were you?" First of all, he said this to him, and this, this, by the way, this hits me hard. I use this a lot. I use this a lot for myself. Yeah. I don't preach this a lot. Yeah. This, this is something that I use daily. Yeah. Gird up thy loins, now, as a man. Yeah. He was sitting over there in sackcloth and ashes. All of his friends come in on him, right? Again negates prosperity doctrine all of his friends stand there arguing with him saying you've done something yeah. wrong because the Lord would bless you if you hadn't it's a lie <laughs> right. that man sitting there proves it's a lie I ain't done nothing wrong when this is over I won't be tried and found as fine gold but he did say I wish you'd let me slip and then the Lord says gird up thy ones now as a man put your britches on as a man. That's something I created. Don't you get this? The Lord created a man. Yeah. And He's got an expectation for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam named everything. Adam had great knowledge. Adam had a good work ethic. Adam done what the Lord asked him to. Now, yeah, he messed up. Yeah. He did. He did. But the Lord's created you for something, and it ain't to sit there in your own mess. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And he says it twice. Gets over in fourth chapter again. And I mean, he's really laying it to him. And, it, and where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Yeah. You are my creation. You get up and be what I made you to be. There is an expectation. I want you to get that. Sitting there in your own filth, crying about your situation, folks, is not having integrity. Yeah. It is not having the Lord. Yeah. You can overcome things. I'm right? Philippians. I can, uh, I can uh, uh, do, all. do all things. Thank you. Through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. I, I can't take much more of this. Bible says the Lord won't let you be able but let you be tempted above that which you are able to withstand. If you're in it, the Lord knows yep. you can withstand it. Yep. Yeah. Amen today. Have some integrity. Fall on your face. Ask him what he wants you to do. Be servant. And let him show you. Right up to the end. Amen. Christ. All the way up to the end, right? give you this I'm gonna try to push on through this but I'm gonna give you this too. Uh, out there where I'm working right now I'm working for a, a joint venture after the Northwind AMW I get a check from the Northwind group every week uh, and uh, uh, since this job has begun begun it begun uh, back in COVID and things are a mess it's a terrible mess uh, uh, since uh, since the whole uh, stay at home initiative uh, we got people who still want to stay at home. I don't know. They just can't get out of that. I don't know what they got in their system, but they can't get out of that. They want to stay at home. There wasn't nothing got done, right, during that whole time. And there's a lot more, too. I want you to get this. There's a lot more to building these buildings than just going out there and pouring some concrete. Uh, and it's the same. There's a lot more kingdom of God. And everybody, I want you to get this, everybody's got their job. You've got to help make this work, and you've got a job to do. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what's going on over there. And I don't spend no time watching Fox News. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't care, but I can't do nothing about that. What am I going to do? I'm going to do what I know to do. Because I've got a job. And I know what it is. And yeah, the Lord might come back tomorrow. He might not. So what we've got to do, Zach, what'd you read? We've got to watch, right? Ain't that what we just heard? You gotta be sitting there waiting. You gotta. You go and, and we got a job to do. Yep. You can't just give up, go home, sit there, and wait till the end. It may not be the end, right? Yeah, so know. this is all falling apart out there at my job. I told you it's twenty six W 2s right? Uh, when you start working, when you start building something, you start wearing yourself out of a job. You're eventually gonna get that building shit, and you're gonna go to another job. You start working yourself out of a job. It's just the way it is. I've done that for thirty years. That's, I'm getting old. So uh, the, the Department of Energy has come in and told After Northwind they have, uh, uh, that they are they are not going to extend their contract past December 25th. And so uh, everybody and that's that's my employers, everybody at After Northwind or at the After Northwind. Uh, joint venture is going to be no more. And UCOR, United Cleanup of Oak Ridge, is going to take over that contract, and they're going to uh, finish that thing out and get this building built because that Northwind is not performing up to the standards. And so right now out there where I'm at, uh, we've got until, uh, really, I, really nobody knows when it's going to be over. Contract's up 25th. They're going to start swapping craft over. November the 16th is the last day for craft, and then they start working for UCOR on November 20th. And then everybody in there, what about all these non-manuals? That's me. What what are we going to do? I don't know. I ain't too worried about it. Uh, And so I got people out there right now running other people through the parking lot going, what am I going to do about my job? Well, how about going and doing it? (laughs) Because we ain't out here yet. There's still work to be done. Again, I want to go back to, I'm a C student. I get that. And I want you to get this. This is not about me. I want you to get that there's relevance here, right? Christ talked parables because I want you to be able to understand what is going on here. I was standing out there on deck and I told him, I said, because I've got like 40 hours of, uh, of holiday pay that I've not taken because I'm a good employee. I've got 40 hours of holiday pay that I didn't take. And so I, I told my construction manager today, I said, uh, starting tomorrow, tomorrow. I said, start Monday. I'm going to uh, not be here every Monday because we're working 4:10, so we're off on Thursday. So, I, you know, I'm a genius. I'm going to take, I'm going to have four-day weekends right up until whatever happens happens or until I run out of my paid holiday. Or my, Yeah, my paid holiday. Time. And he's like, why? I said, well, see, if you don't use your paid holiday, you lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll pay you for that. I was like, no, they won't. He said, I bet they will. And he goes running in there, beats in a door, and he's at, and he's he comes back out. He, comes, he went into HR, he comes back out, he says, Well, I tried to help you. Well, that really wasn't helping me. I hate to tell my cat he wasn't really helping me. I was looking forward to my four days off. <laughs> In a minute, there was a there was a lady comes out there where I'm at and she goes, I'm trying right now. I'm like, Rain. Because he's gone. I said, don't try too hard. I'd like to have my money's off. And she goes, No. Now, and by the way, I want you now. Don't take this as my arrogance, because it's not. She goes, You are too important in this project. I'm not really. That is not so. I'm a, once again, I'm a C student. You know, you know the difference? Is when I come in there, I've got a job to do, and there's an expectation right up to the end, and I'm going to go perform it. I'm not out there hitting resumes and dropping buttons and trying to and not and I got people chasing people down through the parking lot going, what's gonna happen? They're out there right now, there's a parable about the judge steward, right? got out there and seen that his job was coming to an end and so he took and he went out to all these people that owed his master money and he said here I'm going to write this up when this is over with I need you to take care of me we got all this anxiety about us about how we're how we're and, and by the way master told "Say, how hey, you done a good thing there right? way to go somebody's going to take care of you it ain't going to be me so you're going to have to make a decision right about which direction you are going to go I got people out there running around and just, hey, you just tell me what it's going to take. I need to go to work. Well, we still got a job to do. I'm telling you right now, I don't care how it's unfolding, you still got a job to do. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing, it. we don't know when the end's going to be. That's right. I don't know yeah. when the end's going to be right now. At my I I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to win with this. We've all got our own stuff. All of us. Yeah. I got... I don't know. Uh, my wife finds one of my biggest thoughts to be my lack of sympathy. It's not that I got a lack of sympathy. I mean, you've got your stuff to deal with. I got my stuff to deal with. I'm sorry for you. Mm-hmm. I am. But I also know the expectation that you're going to have to deal with your stuff. Yeah. 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 And it's not anything that I can do. I want you to take this. I want you to take this because there are things that you can do. sure are. Rodney said something about it ain't going to be no more diabetes. I got some diabetes. I don't have to have the diabetes. I ate myself into it. That's right. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. You might as well own it. I ate myself into it. Tommy seen you yeah. do it with Oreos. I'm telling you right now. I, I, I will eat them. Uh, I, ain't got, I ain't got no shame about it. Uh, I also have chronic myeloid leukemia. Uh, there ain't nothing I can do about that. I, I didn't, there wasn't nothing I could do to kept from getting that. It, it hit me. Right? There wasn't nothing I could do. Uh, and so, to share with you, uh, just recently found out I've been taking these three different kinds of medicines over the past seven years. It took one, it wasn't working. It took another, and it wasn't working. It took another, and it wasn't working. And they worked a little better. Each one of them worked a little better. And then finally, you start to see my numbers start to raise. Well, after this started, when my numbers started to go back in for me, I went in, <clears throat> I don't know, a little while back. And... Uh, <coughs> My doctor, my oncologist said, you need to go see this guy. I said, you need to go see if you're a candidate for a transplant. I was like, what? And so I've got to go have a bone marrow transplant. Now, that's that. Yeah. You know, I, I ain't no need going on about it. I don't need you to be, I'm sorry. I did not tell you that for your sympathy. <laughs> we don't have to hug it out later. Uh, because, because, because I'm the Lord. That's right. That's right. And what am I going to do, right? Uh, there are things that there, I can't do nothing about that. And if he wants me, it don't matter if I got that or if I don't. I'm his. Right. Whether we live, we live under the Lord. Whether we die, we die under yeah. the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. Amen. Ain't nothing I can do about that. Yeah. So uh, out there with the North Wind Group, I got this excellent, I got this excellent Blue Cross Blue Shield Federal Health Insurance. So I've got them over there and they're talking to them. Right they're talking, right now they're going through negotiations with my excellent insurance. And I also have short-term disability, long-term disability. If I live through the procedure, which is what my doctors say. That's what they say. By the way, if you ever get this and they come here and tell you that, they go, look here, if you live through this procedure, you're going to be fine. I ain't got no anxiety about that. Now, once again, right, there's reasons I say what that was about Joe. Because everything's right, you'll look at that and think, you know, I can get out of this. You ever want to get out of it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you know what? That's why when you get to where this this point, you know, I'm all right with dying. Y'all all right with dying, ain't you? you know? mm-hmm. But you know what? That ain't. Sometimes you ain't gonna get that relief right off. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's right. Sometimes you ain't gonna be led to slip. Sometimes you got to endure it. Yep. And pull your breeches up. Yeah. And get to moving and not fly apart because we're seeing everything come to fruition. Right now is the time you need to be ministering because it's not just you seeing it come to fruition. You got people out there that's beginning to take note that maybe the word of God is real and they need ministers. That's right. They need people to share it with them. Amen. Don't lose your head right now. Now's the time to go to work. Amen. 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 Thank the Lord. Help us, Lord. That's good. So, so we're working it out, right? We're working it out with the insurance company. I'm waiting on that. And then they come out there and tell me, "Well, you're going to be going out of here. We're targeting first year. Well, I'm going to have a different. I'm, I'm not even going to have that insurance first year." <laughs> I'm calling my doctor and tell him, "Hey, stop! I don't know, I don't know. Well, what are you going? To do? And then when I get up there, what are you going to do? I'm going to tell you right now. It's been, a, you would not believe the opportunity I've had to witness about my faith, about the fact that I've got a guy up there, When I told Matt, he cried. This guy, this dude, this dude, this dude, come out here from California. He is covered up with tattoos, and and he's he's done a lot of time in prison, and he's uh he's he was pretty rough, right?" Uh, he got an AA, went, you know, straightened himself up, 21 years sober and stuff like that, and a really good dude. Really, in all honesty, a really good dude. You would not believe the opportunity that I've had when people are over there. because like, when I told them, when I told them this, when I told them what was actually going to happen right here, this guy, he's like crying. He's like, Jeff, I am so sorry. And he said, I don't understand it. And what he said was, I do not understand how that you're standing here joking about it. Yeah. Let me tell you why. <laughs> right? I got an opportunity to tell him yeah. about the Lord. Yeah. yeah, About what he's brought me through and about the fact that you know, I'm his. <laughs> that same scripture yeah, I quote yeah. to you, I am the Lord's. Yeah. <laughs> And if he wants me, he's going to get me. And it won't make no difference what I got. There ain't no need in having anxiety about that stuff. There ain't no need in praying about that stuff. Telling you right now, people like, if I'm praying for you, don't pray for me. (laughs) Keep that. Pray for somebody that needs it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be arrogant and say I don't need prayer. That's not what I'm saying. There are people out there that actually, you need to concentrate on some of these people that actually do. Mm -hmm like Mabel Hedrick was doing when I needed it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because then you start seeing results. Yeah. Those things become real to people. And I'm telling you right now, you re- right now, we're in a place, and amen, today it's yeah. been preached, the church, yeah. the church the church needs yeah. to repent. Amen. Yeah. We've run a lot of people out because oh, yeah. of our culture, and it ain't had nothing to do with with the spiritual aspects. It's had straight up to do with carnal aspects about how that we ought to be. Yeah about expectations, right? I grew up in it. I grew up in it where that you were told that you need to look like somebody. You need to act like something. It wasn't ever you need to be somebody, but you don't need to be, well, we go to church and these people don't need to see you as some kind of heathen and just hide it. Now, I've been around a long time, right? That was a message to me. It was. That's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you need to be somebody yeah you need to not be false yeah. you need to not try to hide yeah amen today you need to confess it yeah. yep right. mm-hmm. you need to be what you are amen you need to quit trying to hide it and start being what you are and let the Lord work with that yeah we ain't all saying and I'm tell you right now we ain't always going to get along either. Mark. Mark walked with Christ, right? Paul run him off. didn't get along. Paul didn't get along with Peter. They were both writing about each other, right? That's why I said that about John. They said right myself. They can always read it. I always stood him to his face, right? Because <laughs> he was wrong. They do. I'll tell you right now, the Lord's got, he's got a path, and we get zealous, right? Those are personal things. Those are carnal things. Those are fleshly things, things that will offend us. You need not worry about those things. You need to mind the things that are of the Spirit. Right. The Bible says "God's Spirit will be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Amen. And your truth, your truth may not be mine. Yep, but... but there is the truth. There is yeah. God's truth. That's right. And that's the one we're going to be judged by. Yeah. Amen. And amen, not all of us. We're going to be judged on what we was asked to do, what we actually accomplished, yep, yep, right? Yep. Did I not cast out demons, and do great miracles in your name? Yeah. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity, I never knew ye. Amen. That's, right. that's work. Amen. That's not. Right? That is not. The, the expectation is not just going to be works. There's only one book in the Bible that's dedicated to works. Just one. A few chapters. James. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, work's important. But even more so, even more so, you're going to have to have some faith. Even more so, you need to know the Lord. Do you know the Lord? Because if you know the Lord, all that anxiety will leave you. we got all these people taking up meds for depression and anxiety. That's that's like a big hot toddler. i got depression, anxiety. Who ain't? I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I don't. Well, I do. Tomorrow I'm going to go to work because I can't take off money because I'm so important. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that I'm that important. It's that I will show up. It's because I've got people out there that are not showing up. I got people that are doing the same thing and they're taking off and the things that are needing to be done to get this transition made, there's a transition coming, folks. The things that are done, doing, being done to get this transition made are not being done because these people are already abandoning the ship. They don't know what, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. they just got word of it and now they're going to leave. Yeah. I'm stopping with this one. Hirelands. The shepherd... Right? He ain't leaving. That's right. <laughs> Them hirelings, just as soon as it gets tough, the only thing they're in it for is what they can get out of it. Yep. And it ain't worth this to me. It ain't worth my life. I'm going to go do something else. It is. It's about your life. And your life is worth something to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your life is worth something to the Lord. Yeah. And it ought to be something that we would be able to. Now, I'm going to tell you this. This is hard, right? Giving it. Presenting that living sacrifice, giving it to the Lord, healing. If you were to take on, and again, Christ. If you were to take on and do like Christ, and walk out there and say, "Okay," and, and you've seen these healings going on, right? If there was a cause to that. By the way, all these things, I want you to get this. He raised Lazarus from the dead, right? You know what that cost him? His life. Because <laughs> that's what brought it on, now. They decided then they had to get rid of it. If you, with that thought process in mind, I'm talking about being a servant. You need, Again, we need to search your hearts, okay? You need to search your heart. Yeah. If you, right? Are looking, and you were able to help somebody, but the cost to you was going to be whatever it was that you gave them. It came from you, right? you were going to take on that sickness. You're going to take on that disease. You're going to take that. Would you do that? If you seen them out there and you need, you need to help them, but that cost is going to be you're going to take that upon yourself. Uh, I say that I, I was uh, a lot of you know. You know I, I don't know, 2017, I was laying under, up and under a truck and it rolled over me. That was my, that was my own fault, too. I didn't have no wheel scotch on it. I live on a hill like this right here and I jerked down the park and rolled over. What else is it going to do? I'll tell you this, too. When that was over and I lived, now, first of all, first thought coming through my head was, I'm alive. That mangled me up. I couldn't get up. The first thing came through my head was, I'm alive. And I raised up and I looked up and the moon's out, right? I looked up at the moon and I was like, I just found out that I had to, that I was, uh, Well, it hadn't been long. found out I had leukemia and stuff like that. And there was other stuff going on. Uh, I had this this baby that had a baby. And there was a lot going on at my house at the time, right? There was a lot going on. And then I got run over by this truck. And I raised up and I looked up and I was like, have I not been through enough? And then, you know what I did like immediately before he spoke to me? Because I was afraid he was going to speak to me. And then I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Whatever you want. Yep. whatever you want just do what you want right yep. so I'm riding up the road one day and I lived through that right I lived through that and I'm riding up the road one day and I'm still a little manged up and I got Liza in there with me she's just little she's just little I'm taking her up there to see her nene at uh, at uh, Townsend and she's over there and she's in that truck that ran over me sitting over there in the passenger seat and uh, I put my hand down and when I put my hand down that truck she pulled in there on me. She'd, like, she'd like hold my hand and uh, and I'm, she just she got my heart right it's just uh. And so I was praying it through there. Right? I mean, I was like, "Serious too." I was like, "Oh, I was like, Lord, uh, that was bad when that thing rolled over me." Uh, but yeah. if it meant this baby would never have to do that, I'd let you do it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I'd take that one. Right? I'd, I'd take that one. Yeah. <laughs> Being that living sacrifice, folks. Yeah. I mean, you you got to take these things into consideration. There's a cost for this. Are you going to pay it? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to tell you the reward is worth it The reward is worth it I don't know I'm going to tell you this too I don't know if he's coming back next week I don't know how this is playing out There are things out And you should read your Bible You should know these things I'm going to tell you right now You want to find peace You should know these things Daniel was trying to get back home, right? Daniel was in Babylon and trying to get back home. And he was reading Jeremiah, and Jeremiah had a time frame for that that the Lord had gave him. Yeah. And Daniel went to praying, and the Lord came to Daniel. Mm-hmm. And he said, Not yet. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was already brought up. Michael went to Daniel and told him, said, uh, that's this not yet. I realize what it says right here, but there's some other things that have to be known. I don't know, folks. I don't know because yeah. I know that, you know, that there are things that I do read, but I'm telling you right now, no, all this is absolute because God, God is greater than all this. And God's right. plan is something that like yep. Paul yes. said we well, see here is through a glass dimly, right? I don't know everything. Right. I don't. Right. I, I, I don't believe I could. I believe if the Lord was opening it up and revealing it to me, that'd be the end of it, because I couldn't contain all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So what? And I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. I know preached a long time. But all of that, just to say, focus on what the Lord's giving you. Hey, Amen. <clears throat> Don't let all these other things overwhelm you, because and here's the thing, and I want to encourage you to do some things. If you are constantly triggered by all the things that you see, and, you, and you're running off, and your concentration is not on one, on your job, but what's going on somewhere else in the country, or what's going on with uh, with leg- current legislation, what uh, what can you do about that? What can you as an individual do about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The laws that have changed in this country, and the, and the culture that has changed in this country, didn't come about by one individual. How did already preach to us again? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's not being one person. They're looking at people like oh, we need to assassinate this guy. It ain't that guy. You ain't, because it would be somebody else take up the mountain because it's principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what you're fighting against. It ain't just one person. You need to get that out of your head. You need to quit having hatred for these mm-hmm. people and start looking at the fact that there is a lot of wrong going on, and these things are spiritual, spiritual wickedness in high places. Not carnal, not these things. but the fact that things are, and if, if we see these things move in this direction, what are you going to do? And if you are being triggered by these things, and you're looking at it, and you're on time talking, and if you, can't, if you can't go to work without talking there's a room across from me, these guys get in, and I was like, y'all need to go get some, I, I brought in a, I, I did, I brought in a whole thing of Reynolds wrap, heavy duty, aluminum pull, so they can make hats. <laughs> <laughs> so they can, I was like, here, make y'all make some hats. Because they're crazy. I'm talking about, it, that's, all, that's, that's what fills them up, ain't it? I'm like, you know, we got a job to do out here and they can't they, all, they, all they can do is talk about what's going on in the world if, I'm telling you right now if you're that, if, if it's got you to that point turn your stuff off yep. 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 you need to walk yep. away from it and start talking to the Lord why because it's got you distracted if you're that distracted are you really praying Right. right. Yep. right. if you're running around what we're we going to do what we're we going to do what we're we going to do yep. well this is what we're going to do and you're trying to come up with that kind of solution for yourself you need to ask the Lord yep. if you want to know what you're going to do don't go in there in your buddy's offices and sit down and try to talk it out what are you gonna do to fix anything? I'm telling you right now, them morons in there ain't. Yeah. Again, I'm a C student and I stand out like a rock star. They some dumb people where I work. <laughs> yeah. Ignorant. They don't know. I'm telling you right now, you, I, I shouldn't make fun of them. Because I do go in there. I, I've had an opportunity to walk in there and say no. I've had the opportunity to walk in there and say, listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is a little video of me. Because you know, sometimes they don't want to look you the eyeball. I got this little video about the uh, four horsemen in Revelation, right, and about it being broke down in times. And we're living in time of the third horseman. Measure wheat for a penny, measure barley for a penny. We're living in time of finance rules. Government's being taken over. It's money, boys. That's what it's about but there is a fourth and there's a time coming there is a fourth one coming I've seen, I seen a pale horse and he said on him was death and hell followed with him and there's going to be a time of great suffering and after that and it's going to go on for a while because there right after that it says that the saints of God under the altar cried out to him said how long are we going to let this go on and the word of God tells you all these things well they don't even meet me in anxious about that i am telling you right now I'm going in to hold this whole thing small because it's the word of God and it's happening and it's right yeah, right. not because I'm right I'm not saying that because America saying I told you, you haven't, it ain't got nothing to do with it I'm telling you right now it's just my God is real mm-hmm. and he said these things are going to happen and I'm going to go into it and regardless of the suffering that i got to go through I'm going to finish with this regardless of what I go through you know when we get there when we get there I have not seen, or not heard, neither, neither are, man the great things that God has prepared for them that love him. You don't have clues. When I get there, people will express to you. People, will express, people that don't know God will express to you. I don't know how you can serve God to let these things happen, these little babies. I don't know how you can serve God that would let these kind of things happen to these people, these people getting cancer and dying. I'm telling you right now, when you get there, when you get there, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. When you get there, I'll tell you right now, when you get there, you're going to look back and say, is that all that I had to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. you got to look at it like that. This is a very short time. You're going to inherit something for eternity Amen. where there is no sin, where Amen. there is no sickness, no dying, no tears. Folks, there's going to be a great uh, joy in that place. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And we're going to get there. Yep. we got a job to do. That's all i got. That's